0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy, ramp.com slash easy, ramp.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The federal government has been measuring monthly unemployment for over 100 years. And while How We Work has changed dramatically in that time, the monthly report has remained basically unchanged. And that has to change. I'm Dan Smolin, and this is the Dan Smolin Podcast. We help people to navigate the future of work, to work that is profound, protects the planet, empowers people and communities, and is fun to do meaningful work. The stories that our guests tell and the insights that they provide will inspire you to connect with work and experiences that stoke your passions and make the world a better place. For the future of work, is meaningful work. This week, we don't have a guest. But in the wake of the election, there is something of high importance that I wish to discuss. We stream this episode six days after major news sources declared Joe Biden the winner of the 2020 presidential election. And since, the president-elect has focused his time and energy on forming task forces to mitigate the spread of COVID and to structure a supply chain to deliver when ready a vaccine to 330 million Americans. Mr. Biden has his hands full with COVID, including the economic pain felt by American workers who were furloughed or fired from their jobs. What is more, his transition team is thinking about how to get people who want to work and who need to work back on the job. The task will not be easy. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, October 2020 ended with 11 million Americans still seeking full-time work. That's down considerably since the high-water mark of 23 million set in spring 2020, and yet. 11 million remains a huge number that doesn't account for the many millions of underemployed people. They don't show up in the monthly BLS unemployment stats, which makes it seem that American labor suffers less than it actually does. Worst of all, underemployed people don't earn enough to cover their basic expenses. Before the pandemic, PayScale.com published results of a survey indicating that 46% of the American workforce considered itself underemployed. That's an astonishing 71 million people. Aside from COVID, the crisis ready to challenge President-Elect Biden's administration most is American underemployment. The federal government has been measuring monthly unemployment for over 100 years. And while How We Work has changed dramatically in that time, the monthly report has remained basically unchanged. And that has to change. I think that the Biden administration should completely reimagine how we measure the impacts on the American workforce. And the first thing that it should do is ditch the Bureau of Labor Statistics Monthly Unemployment Report. In its place, the BLS should fashion a monthly study that measures the health and vitality of the entire American workforce. Full-time employed, part-time employed, self-employed contract talent, gig workers, part-time workers, and underemployed people. What is more, we must consider how well workers earn from their labor. We must ask questions such as, are workers earning livable levels of income? Are they able to withstand economic gyrations and downturns? Do they have sufficient safety net structures? And do they have clear paths to achieving upward mobility? While the way we work has over time changed dramatically, our benefit structures have not changed at all. And for people who work full-time, leaving a job may also mean leaving behind a great 401 retirement plan and other benefits. People who leave or are let go must have their investments dumped into a Roth or a traditional IRA account. When access to the employer's professional fund management ends, financially unsavvy workers are left to their own devices and render often disastrous investment decisions. That is why I believe that part of a new national response to chronic underemployment must be a reimagined safety net for all workers, and that the tools that workers can use to ensure that their hard-earned benefits follow them throughout their days. And I shouldn't have to express this opinion, but I feel that I must. The Affordable Care Act must remain intact especially in this time of COVID, we Americans need access to reliable health care options. I am no economist. I am, however, a former executive recruiter. And what I know is this, people want to work how they want to work. We must value everyone who works hard, whether at a full-time job, a side hustle, a startup, or by way of a bunch of part-time gigs. Workers in 2021 should no longer worry that they are one paycheck away from disaster. They should feel that their investment in work provides long-term benefits to them, not just their employer, and they should have access to portable benefits throughout their lifetimes. One last thing. We must be honest about the state of American labor we must develop ways to measure the health and well-being of our workers who earn in a diverse and dynamic workplace. So let's ditch the monthly unemployment report. Let's do it right away. For when we do that, our best days indeed lie ahead. Links to important social media are provided in the show notes for this episode at dansmolin.com. Please join us again for more inspiring stories from people who are real-time reimagining the work that we do and hope to do. You can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts by keywording the Dan Smolin Podcast, or listen to current and past episodes on our website at dansmolin.com. I'm Dan Smolin, and this is the Dan Smolin Podcast. Thank you for joining us on an amazing journey to the future of work doing meaningful work. And do remember this our best days lie ahead. Let's connect again next week.